<laughs> oh man what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the zero chance podcast i am alfred delia at home they call me big al and i hit diggers <laughs> okay i'm brady this is brady at lob uh, shots i'm joined as always God. by rick romero at rj's fro hey, hey we're guys. back hey we're back not tiger it, dude tiger's back tiger's oh my gosh back. i didn't even, tiger's time, not here though Tiger's not here, although we do have an, a huge guest lined up huge, um, that huge. has just been postponed for this week. Well, no, it's going to come at the end, right? Oh, you the guys, guest comes at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait around for the wait huge guest. Definitely wait around for the huge guest at the end. Yeah. Tiger did finish second um, in whatever major championship just went down. So he is back. Tiger is back. Uh, but we are back at Thunderhawk, the home of the Zero Chance pod. Oh, God. It feels yeah, so, so good. So good. So good. I will say that I was very, very much uh, played with my emotions. I uh, walked in and saw Electric Youth on the board, got all excited, and John said, just kidding, sold yeah. out yesterday, even though they weren't open. How's that for a <laughs> tongue twister? <laughs> so, yeah, so I got, uh, what did I go with today? I started with uh, Liberty's Teeth, um, I believe, yeah, and English Pale Ale, Cascade Nugget Wet Hops, Bright Earthy and Floral, what's up? Oh, wow. Okay. So John's Ooh. dropping knowledge on us. The Liberty's Teeth is the first wet hop beer in San Diego this season. In all of San Diego. I don't know if you know, but San Diego has a brewery or two. Yeah. Yeah. So, do, hey, do, I, I want to ask you a question. Do you know? No, I do not know what wet hop means. No, do you know how many, uh, what the IBU is? Oh, on yeah. That? Everybody, the IBU is wet. <laughs> 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 That's the IBU, bro. Uh, Four yeah. percent though, not much. That's uh, that's that's similar to a uh, Bud Heavy, Bud Light. Uh, yeah, and then I'm going to my next one is going to be the Chevy Chase, uh, which is that smoked pineapple Hawaiian barbecue. It's very, I'm very strong ale. Very excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I want to try that afterwards. Yeah, dude, I'm pumped yeah. to be back. Um, I I feel like we left last week's episode with like some really lofty. Yeah, lofty yeah. expectations. And then we hit all those. Yeah, goals, we're gonna dude? go through yeah. every one of them. Yeah. Not right now. We're gonna go through the goals in a second. Okay. First, I feel like it would just be a sin if we don't start the episode talking about Tim Tebow's birthday today. Does this mean a lot to you, Rick? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, so a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Is he still playing minor league baseball? He is. He's on the DL right now. Oh, okay. I genuinely okay. believe, especially because the Mets are terrible. Um, I believe that he would have been in the bigs this league. This, this league? What? what? That, yeah. that was not English. Um, this season. I would have. He would have been in the big leagues this season. There you go. Okay. That's what I believe. Yeah, probably. Um, and I wish he was on the Padres. He's a little little draw for the uh, attendance, maybe. Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, wish if, he was if, part of the hot talent lava pool. If people are still, for some unknown reason, wearing Johnny Manziel Padre jerseys <laughs> still to this day. It's just a funny thing. You see it out in the wild constantly. <laughs> I mean, if if that's the case. I don't think constantly. Just because one person posts it every six months on Twitter. Have you ever seen one retweeted. in the wild? Have you ever seen one in the wild? I don't think that I have, but I am not positive. I've seen three. What? Three. You've seen, are they all one the same time, dude? One time was same at dude? Coachella. <laughs> Somebody was wearing a that Johnny Manziel makes, Padres jersey. That makes at more Coachella. sense to me that someone would wear a Manziel Padres jersey at Coachella than I got a fly on my microphone. It's very weird. Um, yeah, so the NFL <laughs> just the heard in the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. You didn't. Did I did. You? I did. Really. Been cool. <laughs> uh, do you, so the NFL, the official NFL account, just tweeted out 
today a photo it's like this graphic that's clearly took a lot of time for someone to make and it's like and it's like happy birthday tim tebow just wishing tim tebow a happy birthday and it's a graphic of him wearing um the broncos in the, in the front and then patriots jets and eagles i forgot by the way that he was even on the eagles and i think that's so wild like, yeah what a bizarre eleven thousand likes couple thousand retweets like what a wild thing for the official NFL account. That's to bizarre, tweet, right? Like, are they just like are they mocking them? Are they are they trolling fans? Are they just completely unaware? I I are don't they, know. I'm 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 totally I can confused tell by that. your face. That yeah, you're like genuinely baffled by that. But that that happened. The the and you're you're sure that that's like today too. Yeah. <laughs> like because well, like I've been fooled a few times where like eight, somebody fourteen eighteen yeah, okay two thousand okay yeah where it's like an old Donald Trump tweet from like two thousand seven talking yeah. about how Cam Newton sucks or something yeah yeah and then they retweet it every time he throws a interception yeah it's like wow Donald Trump is just watching the NFL every every day anyway uh yeah that was a uh, kind of a wild thing for the NFL to tweet okay so. Do we want to let, let's first get into so one of the things from last week's episode is we you know it w- was should we do the full disclosure how we actually <laughs> we recorded all, an alternate ending we did yes this was yeah. our it was our first what like isn't aren't there movies that do that where they're like alternate endings and uh-huh. yeah and then they they show up like later on on the internet like they released them or filmed them because yeah. of spoiler alerts yeah. and they don't uh-huh. want, like I think Game of Thrones sometimes well, I know it's not a movie, but they'll um they'll do recordings or they'll they'll place characters together just to mess with fans that they know are like taking pictures yeah. and then the whole season will be, you know, thrown for a loop and it's yeah. not real. Well, because like with like social media and like the internet and everything, it's just so easy to go viral on this stuff. Yeah. The World Wide Web. Yeah. So what we Because at the time there had been those pictures of the base yeah uh what looked to be a statue base or a good place for where a statue would be uh-huh and so but it had never been confirmed by anyone yet yeah. at the time that it was indeed going to be a trevor hoffman which everybody speculated statue yeah and so we 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 texted the padres to be like hey can you please confirm for us for the podcast we want to have breaking news yeah and we got confirmation but we didn't get it quick enough to know if we could record it so we did two yeah. recordings of hey we're not sure if it's real or not and then we did like hey breaking news that i was like yeah. you better and this was the first time where <laughs> i made you send it to me yeah to to be like i need to listen to it before you post it because there was there was like it was because normally we don't do any splicing right yeah we just we just rip through this yeah thing. we just go right through it um yeah for that one though and well we do do a little bit of splicing when you go to your to the bathroom okay for a little while we like did about, the funny little like you know like yeah. elevator music yeah. and then it was just like okay this isn't funny anymore yeah, <laughs> like, especially a, if i have to go like twice in one yeah. recording 372 episodes in a row of brady <laughs> going to the bathroom elevator it, music is not funny anymore yeah it was funny for the the first time so yeah. no not so, so much so anymore. like I, I splice it like for that um but yeah no this this was like the time too where sometimes i'm I, I get home from these podcasts and I eat and, you know, spend some time with the wife. And, you know, uh, when she goes to bed, that's normally when I start to edit the, the podcast. Yeah. That way, I, you know, I spend the family time. Yeah, and, that's good. You're yeah. A good husband. So it's proud of you. sometimes it's pretty late when I'm editing these things. And I think I was up until like probably like one o'clock editing that last one. And then I sent it to you. I'm like, I'm like, I 
I'm super tired, so you just need to listen to this. Tell me if anything needs to be right. changed, and then we'll post it. I appreciated that. Yeah. Are you are you bragging about uh, staying up till one for the pod because you just sat in your car for 45 minutes instead of and made me wait here? I did. In Thunderhawk with the but, boys, John and Bill. But here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, what's what's wrong with that? I did get to hang out with them, which got was to great. hang out with them. However, my intention was to come here and hang out with you. Did they put you to work? Like, I mean, they should have put you to work. At this very moment, we might be done with the podcast had you not been as late as you were. Yeah. Did you think about I that? Mean, I mean, I was here. Yeah, that doesn't I count. I was here. You were preoccupied. But I was preoccupied, yes. Hey, yeah, you want to talk about it? Nah. Didn't think so. Nah. Didn't think so. <laughs> so I think that it might go down in 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 history Padres hist- history for sure um, maybe all-time history of podcast as the worst breaking news yeah ever. yeah because least surprising breaking not, news ever everybody kind of knew it just hadn't been yeah. confirmed not a single per- like I thought it'd be funny if I was a you know say a beat writer for the team or you know MLB Padres UT whoever anybody like that's a professional that covers the team like it's fun. I think it's funny, and and, and really, it kind of gives them a little bit of street cred if they say, like, "Hey, confirmed, Hever, Hever, jeez, <laughs> Hever, Hever Toffman." <laughs> you almost got a spit take out of me on <laughs> you, that one. <laughs> you were taking a swig, and you almost spit it up. <laughs> Hever Toffman, uh, Trevor Hoffman statue confirmed, first reported by Zero Chance Pod. Like yeah, that yeah. is the way that it should. You know what we should have done is sent them a bunch of. Show them who the big jade journalists are. That's us. Yeah. We're the breaking news guys. Breaking news guys. Yeah. But yeah. we got no love whatsoever. It was no p- love. Rather, yeah. rather pathetic and depressing. Um, so that was one of our, I don't know if you remember. So <laughs> at the end of our last episode, we did a list of goals as a podcast. Yeah. And one of, we had five things that we came up with. I think it started uh-huh. as four, then you threw another one in. Yeah. So one of them was that we would do breaking news. So we came up with a list before we knew we were going to have breaking news. And uh-huh. then we actually had it. Yeah. So technically, we did already check off. We had one of them. Yeah. And then yeah. just now, we broke the news that it was the worst breaking news ever. Yeah. So now- so back-to-back back, back weeks Yeah, back-to-back back weeks, we've, we've succeeded yeah. on breaking news. Yeah. Which I feel pretty, pretty good about. We also just broke the news that Electric Youth <laughs> is out on yeah. tap uh, here at- you know, Thunderhawks. So and the I, IBU on Liberty's teeth is wet. Wet. Uh, also breaking news. Nobody yeah. knew that before. <laughs> so I, I think that we're on the right track on that one. So that's one of five. Yeah. Do you want to go through the other ones? Sure. You want to yeah. lead us on this? Okay. So uh, we also have segments on here, which technically what we're doing now, this is kind of a segment. <laughs> yeah, but is it going to be an ongoing segment? <laughs> I know we're trying to like really stretch it here to make it look like we are uh, trying and succeeding. Yeah. But we're not at all. No. Like, we don't have a single segment, do we? We don't. I I, I even look back at my email and Actually, our text messages to look for something that we had before, and I yeah. couldn't find them all. I, like, because this is what happens. I come up with these things. I think they're brilliant and genius. I send them to you so that I won't have to remember yeah. them. And then I ask you, I'm like, hey, what are the segments? You're like, I don't know. Yeah. And then well, it, I don't know. I didn't yeah, read it. Completely <laughs> backfired. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She said something. I don't know. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> So yeah, afraid of Felcher segments. Uh, we yeah. don't have any of those. Failed miserably. Okay, uh, so yes. se- segments and breaking news. So we're we're one for two. We're batting five hundred yeah. so far. Guest, guest. Uh, we don't have a guest this week, we as of right now. Yet, stay that anyone until knows the about. end. Yeah, yeah. stay till the end. Maybe doubt it. Yeah, and but I see. I 
I did the same thing. The same thing. I I did reach out to a couple people and I got positive feedback. It just wasn't able to make it happen at this time. And that's the yeah. problem with our podcast format is that you and I have very busy schedules, very limited time in a week to yeah. get together and record. Yeah. And so we're asking people to align their schedules to ours and it's really difficult. Yeah. I mean, as far as the Padres go, they're usually like taking BP when we're recording a podcast. So that's that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, to get Plus actual. we work in traffic hell too. Yeah. So it's hard for us to get out and it's it's hard right. for people to come in too. Work near Miramar, near like kind of in between the fifteen eight hundred five and yeah. Mira Mesa, Miramar area, and it's just a cluster f getting in and out of here. So not ideal, which is why Randy Jones in the first episode ever was like, "You guys come to my house. I'm not coming to you." <laughs> uh, that was the best. Yeah, savvy. Well, why would I go yeah. to Sereno Valley at that time? Savvy move by the crafty lefty. Yeah. Okay, so um, guests, no segments, no. Breaking news, yes. So we're batting now. What is that? 333? One for three? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Um, what's next? Uh, ne- next on the list is websites. Okay. You still haven't posted that, so yeah. let's just swing and a miss there. So our <laughs> average is down to 250. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, shoot. What's next after once we go one for five? What is that? 175? I don't. I really don't know. What's my average? I don't know. Oh, gosh. We're going to sound so stupid on this podcast. Okay. So the last one is advertisers. And advertisers, I feel very strongly, is so similar to us finding guests in that we just don't like, like, we're, this is for fun. We don't, you know, necessarily, we have costs associated with this podcast, but it's mostly our time and it's a hobby. And so, but at the same time, it seems crazy that we have so many listeners. And we wouldn't take advantage of because, you you know, you hear guys like, you know, uh, pardon my take and those guys and the amount of money that they get on. Now, granted, I know that our our listener base would only have to grow by about 20 million to get to where theirs is. But, yeah. um, it you know, there is money in podcasting advertisements like we know that for a fact. And but we just really haven't asked to I mean, outside of Thunderhawk, which is the official sponsor. Official yeah, sponsor, yes. Session Fly Fishing as well, uh-huh. which, yep. you know, crushed their Kickstarter goal. That was sort of a uh, really strong push for them to get their Kickstarter. They did. Um, and I, I still think that our actual um, Instagram link, like our URL on our page, is still to the Kickstarter for Session <laughs> Fly Fishing, which is I great. Think, I yeah. want people to go and buy those yeah. reels, they're amazing. Um, so I don't, I don't care. I, so I want it, but we can probably update the URL because it has to redirect to get to the regular site. We should redirect it to the correct site. No, our new websites that we have that we don't have up yet. Yeah. Yeah. That you apparently have been working on for months. Yeah. I think is a complete lie and fabrication. Yeah. You see all these blisters on my fingers. Did you Google yet what my batting average is? No, I one for five. I, I didn't. I, I thought you were going to do that. Nah, I, I got right. distracted. Yeah, you get distracted very easily. You know, like, remember, though, too, we, we were approached by a pretty big advertiser early on before we even started, remember? N- no, I don't. What was it? I really don't. I'm not going to say. Oh, because okay. Do you remember? Oh, man. Now, so now you're, like, speaking in codes, and yeah. I'm, um, I'm actually not. I'm not sure. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I do remember. Huge potential sponsor. Actually, it was very, very big. And then we kind of drug our feet. (laughs) We just said no. Yeah. Or really didn't respond? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were supposed to um, send a proposal, and that never happened. Like, I remember there was a few weeks in a row where I kept asking you about it. and Dude, I'm so dumb. One for five is you're betting 200, not 175. Like yeah. One for five, 200. 200, yeah. Yeah, that's so, <laughs> like, two for 10 would be 200. One for, f- like, what a freaking morons we are. God, we've just been exposed. Or, yeah. Like, math and the head skills. Breaking or, news. Um. Oh, something, only because I just pulled up my phone to look for did you see the video of freddie galvis being interviewed by somebody on padres radio twitter feed and it's ac and cazavel in the background yes and then in the far background did you see that like i tweeted this out like nobody had even mentioned yeah everybody was talking about how ac's hair was all disheveled Uh talking about how cazavel's hair looked kind he, of he wild looked, as well he looked like he was like 10 yeah, like, the, <laughs> like it looked like somebody overgrew their hair out and then made a comb over in order to hide bald spots but he doesn't have any because he has so much hair yeah um but in the background is eric hosmer is just touching like he if not for casavel hosmer would have absolutely been naked yeah. in that video yeah. in the back he had a towel on his around his neck he had a towel around his waist and then you could actually see uh, just like the motion, Casville's body is blocking it. But you can see him bend over, take the towel, flip the towel off <laughs> to the side, and then put shorts on. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like they were filming him. And if Casville was not standing where he was, I mean, they were literally filming Hosmer changing and getting naked in his locker. <laughs> like, what in the world? Yeah, I, I saw your tweet about the uh, yeah. Austin Powers. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it was Costa who first was like, dude, it was like the perfect Austin Powers. Yeah. That's what made me remind it when i pulled up my phone <laughs> one of my it. past websites that i had looked at you know it like scrolls yeah. it was the austin powers and it's like this perfect placement of like like you know when he holds up the melons or or you know he pours the milk in front yeah. of her and then she yeah. pours or she's eating a sausage just he's yawning with his <laughs> arms up <laughs> but, so i was like how is like i actually thought that the tweet was going to get deleted because padres radio it's an official like it's related to the padres I don't okay, let me do you know understand the relation between the Padres radio Twitter feed and the 973 the fan Twitter feed? Um I, the Padres radio one stands regardless of what station it's on. But but does it though? Because I feel like that was a temporary thing uh back cuz so like when the Padres were on 949, so it's like an alternative station. So they created the Padres radio feed as well for social media. And they put all the Padres re- Padres related stuff on that thread, and then kept the other one alternative music. Hmm. And I feel like they've just kind of kept it, even though the fan has come on board now. And so then they tweet out and like they post the same exact thing like on both accounts. So it's not like they're tweeting out anything different. Yeah, I, the, is it the exact same thing? I mean, it doesn't look like a lot of retweets. I don't know. They. So the, the the fan account joined April of 2018 because obviously it was created when the machine was dying a slow death. Yeah. And then, but the Jan- January 2017 is when the Padres radio joined. And that one has a blue check mark. And it says official Twitter page of Padres radio network on 97.3 The Fan. Yeah. But that to me says, okay, you have a radio station like that to me that doesn't bode a lot of confidence in 973. You know what I mean? Because you have a radio station Twitter handle that remains regardless of what station you're actually on. 
See, I, it was like when um, it would be like if Hacksaw um, changed his handle from Hacksaw 1090 <laughs> to just Hacksaw San Diego. Yeah. And then people would be like, oh, maybe Hacksaw's going to leave 1090. And they're like, yeah. oh, wait, he Hacksaw hasn't will em- never leave 1090. <laughs> he hasn't been employed by 1090 <laughs> half a decade. But like, remember, it used to be like extra Ben 1360. Uh-huh. Like, I would joke around with Ben Higgins. I told him, I was like, Ben, you got to change your handle, dude. Like, and this was before, this is while he was still at 1360. I said the same thing to Judd. I'm like, like having your handle in your name is just kind of like limiting your career options. Yeah. So Ben changed his at my recommendation. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Ben, but I'm not. At Ben Higgins SD. Like the SD at the end means, okay, yeah, you are limiting yourself to a city, but you're not doing it to a station, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was absolutely wild that they tweeted that out and that nobody like made a big deal out of it. Like it was no big thing. Um, Hosmer getting naked in the background. There so, it is. There it is right there. You pulled it up. Yeah. That's why you're not paying attention to me. How, so yeah. how many likes and retweets did that get? Uh, 47 likes, six retweets. So <laughs> I only... Tobacula Fryer with the dog brown. <laughs> <laughs> dog brown. For AC. AC's hair. He got he got roasted pretty good yeah. for his hair. Um, so <laughs> mine, how many how many did you say? What did it get for um, likes and retweets? Forty seven likes, six retweets. So mine also got six retweets, thirty one likes, but twelve comments, and then a bunch of likes on the one talking about. Um, but it's just like I don't think that's a great ratio when someone can make fun of your post, and it gets almost it gets the same amount of retweets yeah. as your own post. Like that means you're probably doing something kind of wrong. You know, well, I mean, they still haven't even cracked 2,000 followers on there. That's Padres Radio. If you yeah. look at the 97.3 one, they haven't cracked 700. I know. they haven't. Yeah, they're even less. And I mean, it makes sense. They've been around like much, much longer. When did you join Twitter? It'll say in your profile, by the way. Oh, profile? Yeah. Really? If you go to your profile, okay. it'll say right on the bottom. Let's see. Um, joined in November 2009. Oh, wow. You have me beat by almost a full year. Yeah. I was October of 2010. Yeah. The old RJ's fro. Yep, there it is, along with your birthday. And see, on your personal one, it gives you the um, the year, but when it throws it out to everybody else, it just tells yeah. you the actual. I don't think it even does the, the date. doesn't? No, I don't think so. I thought it did. Anyway, I thought that was a little bit wild. Um, so... Talking about the Padres, obviously, what are your thoughts? We've now we're now one game at, by the time this drops, probably two games into the Will Myers at third base era. Yeah, give me your thoughts, dude. I'm I'm here for this. Oh, yeah. Tell me I'm more. all about this. I'm all about this. You know, I I feel like Will Myers has never had his. You doing okay over there? Oh my gosh! I just took my first swig of the Chevy Chase. <laughs> It's such a wild, wild flavor for a beer. It like it, it shocks me every time I take the first sip. It's smoked pineapple. It's like a Hawaiian barbecue. It feels like I'm drinking like a Kahlua pig. That's awesome. Like with, with pineapple stuffed in the middle of You're it. You have to let me try that. I will after. let you try yeah. it. I have no problem sharing my I shared my beer with you, Steve. I know. So, yeah. Well there it is. Oh man. I forgot to put it on the coaster. John gets real mad when we don't put these on the coaster. It's just, a, it's overwhelming. So, Will Myers, while you take your drink, um, I I did not, I mean, it was good, right? That's so good. And it's, but it's overwhelming. Like, it's like, whoa, like you're, it throws your taste buds into a frenzy. <laughs> like a, I feel like my taste buds just did like a, like one of those like Red Bull, like 
cliff diving challenges like yeah right into my mouth <laughs> right into your mouth <laughs> uh, that's an analogy for the ages so I mean, here's the thing. Like, so the first game, Will Myers, he made every single play. He was a friggin' vacuum. He always set the franchise record for putouts. <laughs> Isn't that insane? It's absolutely insane. And I do like everyone's like, oh, that, I can't believe Andy Green wouldn't leave him in the game so we could beat Sean Burrow's record. Yeah. And I'm like, like Andy Green has a bazillion things in the world. That, like, it's one. Th- okay, you want to know what's on his radar right now? A no hitter. That is what's on Andy Green's radar as far as. Team records, as far as team records, like if that if he doesn't want to step in the in the yes, way of, okay, like he yes. no longer gives a crap about a cycle because yeah. now we have two under our belt. Yeah, he certainly doesn't care about the clubhouse record for putouts at third base. Yeah. Give me a freaking break. Yeah, couldn't care less. Now, if I think he would care about the cycle only not not because of the team aspect of things for but the player for the player like sure yeah if like they've never had a cycle before in their career and be sure. kind of a cool thing sure. for them but if Will Myers was up there and you know got pegged or something and wasn't sure if he was gonna stay he wouldn't like stay in the game and go yeah. for that extra double or whatever yeah I don't think that would matter as much because the team has a cycle especially because Will himself has one but no hitter it's like there's Zero chance that he's going to take out Joey Lucchese if he's in the eighth inning with... My pick for the uh, first Padres no-hitter ever, remember? Oh, it was Lucchese. Yeah, That's yeah. right. I think I picked Jordan Lyles. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just, think you did, too. I did not. <laughs> I said I didn't even... I never heard of him when he got DFA'd or whatever happened to him. Um, but yeah, dude, Myers was amazing over there. Just gobbling him up. Yeah. We, he has a thing, though. He needs to chill on the backhand. Well, Backhand and yeah. then the, the sidearm too. The backhand, the side. Here's the thing: if you have an arm that is strong enough, I, I you can get away with the sidearm. You can. Um, it's harder at shortstop because the distance is greater. The deeper in the hole you get, obviously, but the that ball will trail. Like especially if he's tired, you know, like that'll start going to zzz, yeah. a little take off. Yeah. So he does have to be careful with the sidearm action, but he throws to first. Like you know how this is one of the great things about. Little League Baseball all the way up to Major League Baseball. When players take the infield, the first baseman grabs the ball, and he just dribbles it out to second. They throw it to him. Dribbles it out to short, throws it to him. Dribble it out to third, throw it to him. So it's like to me, it's hilarious that from, you know, what, you're age four until you're in the pros, the exact same pre-inning routine, like nothing has changed. That's wild. But that's the way that Will throws it to the infielders. He just drops that sidearm and just kind of flicks it up there like it's no big deal. Yeah. And that's how he's just flicking it over to first base. Like, there's not, like, how did he not fold under any of that pressure? Like, I was really, really impressed. Yeah. So I did. I, I was too. I was impressed too. So I didn't see it all live. Uh-huh. Um, I'll get into why in a sec. And when, but I got to the game around the sixth or seventh inning. And oh, I, so you went to the game? No, sorry. Got to, meaning got oh, to okay. it on my okay. TV. Uh-huh. I apologize. And although. I did have tickets to the game, and I gave them up. And again, I'll tell you why in a sec. But I gave them up in, to a customer. And so I I am coming coming home. I see it. And then I, I see everybody losing their minds on Twitter because I'm not on Twitter. And everyone's, like, freaking out. Like, this is amazing. Baseball's going to baseball. How in the world are all these balls going to Will Myers? Like, it was kind of wild to watch unfold. And then I watched the highlights, and then I watched the rest of the game. And then I sent out a tweet. I don't know if you saw it. It was like... I don't know if I did it from our. I never know if I do it from our account or the Zero Chance account. 
I love. I, I don't know what what my decision making process is. I have no idea. Yeah. And I always know like okay, whichever one I put it out, I'm gonna retweet from the other one though. Yeah. It's like the instant retweet machine. Uh, yeah, We've talked about this. Yeah. Which is super narcissistic, but also funny. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was a picture of George Brett and Mike Schmidt like toasting like tropical drinks, and it was like just. I don't think just, I saw that. Oh yeah, it was crazy. That was sweet. probably your account then. Because I have your account blocked. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Isn't that special? Um, no, but I just said like, oh, just a couple of dudes enjoying Will Myers at third base or something like that. I don't know. You'll probably look it up and tell me. And they're like cheersing a glass. And I thought, I don't know. I thought it was pretty pretty clever because Will was obviously just gobbling everything up and was doing awesome there. Um, but, I, man, I love the – I don't think Will in a million years could have anticipated or hoped for a better start at third base. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like um, the see it was your account. There it goes. See, like I don't, I don't, have I don't know what your deal is here, dude. I don't know. A couple of Will Myers so. fans watching him play third tonight, and it's George Brett and Mike Schmidt cheersing. Five retweets, fifty-four likes. Nobody's value is found yeah. in likes or retweets, even though we keep talking about it. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. But he, clearly, clearly the the um, the Angels. I almost said Phillies because it's Mike Schmidt. Yeah. Uh, clearly, the Angels were targeting Will Myers, though, over at third, seeing what he can do. Right, which is also kind of wild that you have people that can, um, that can, that can like. That's like a Tony Gwynn thing, right? Where where he can pick exactly where he's gonna hit. So like, it, like a, those a Tony guys, Gwynn thing is like the five point five, where that takes skill. If you're just straight up pulling the ball or going the other way, that takes a little less skill, but still a lot of skill, but. A major I mean, leaguer should be able to do that. Right. I mean, my thought is like, okay, Tony's aiming for the 5-5 five, five hole. They're aiming for the third baseman. I don't know. Yeah. You you think there's a little more skill involved when it's a third base versus just pulling as hard as you can and yeah. hoping it goes to Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think That's so. definitely. definitely Let's so. make that a Twitter poll. Yeah. And everybody in San Diego is like, of course, whatever Tony Gwynn did, it's better. It's yes. better. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's better because it's Tony Gwynn. Um, no, I was really stoked for Will, and I hope that he keeps crushing it over there. There's no way he's going to continue to have games that are that good. Can you imagine the infield of Hedges and Hosmer and Urias, Tatis, Tatis and Myers. Will Myers? Yeah, that's a, that's something to build around. Because, I mean, you could get an outfielder, another outfielder out there. Or we have. Fran Mille. Yeah, there's there's plenty of potential in the outfield. Franchi, Franchi, Fran Mill, uh, Hunter Renfro is all of a sudden mashing and hitting yeah. grand slams. He's looking good right yeah. now. Yeah, so I I think uh, Margot. Yeah. So although freaking Margot, dude, did you see that yesterday when him and Renfro yes. in the tenth and it was yes. the tenth inning, whatever it was, it was extra ugly. innings. Dude, that like, game got ugly. That's quick. where the wheels flew off. Yeah. Is, that where you, is that when you turned in? No, tuned I in? tuned in or a couple of innings earlier. But watching that, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care what words were said. I don't care if Hunter Renfro is like, I got it, I got it the whole way. That is Margot's ball. Like he has got. He is the center fielder. He is the captain of the outfield. Your shortstop, yeah. and captain of the infield. Yeah. And so he either has to back up and let Renfro get it, or he needs to call his ass off and get it himself. This whole looking at each other and stopping and letting it fall and letting the game freaking go to dirt. Yeah. I was, dude, I was fuming watching that. That game. And Margot had made an amazing catch earlier in the game. Yeah. Coming in. But that was garbage, dude. I was so mad. Like, I feel like 
the for the most part the entire game was a good game up until the end when the just it just went off the track. Yeah, the tenth inning it was. Yeah, because like when when Upton robbed that home run, did you see that? Yeah, three run homer. So like yeah. that right there, the game's over if yeah. if that goes through. And then Hosmer ends up hitting another one in right. He yeah, yeah, garbage, like the tenth garbage home run yeah. after we gave up whatever three or four runs. And <laughs> yeah, seventeen runs. Whatever. Yeah. So the reason last night. Um, that I was not. You, you, we usually start episodes like, "What have you been up to since we? What have you been up to?" Yeah. So this is kind of let's let's bring it back to that. Yeah. Um, yesterday was my. Would you say this is a segment? <laughs> the segment. What have you been up to? Oh god, that's a terrible name. I I do think like we could come up with a segment of, you know, like like what's the best thing that's happened to you since the last time we were together or something. That that I think could could work. Yeah. But just what have you been up to? Like that's the best worst. thing that has happened to you since the last podcast. Oh, maybe if except, you can make it a little wordier. Except your your family, like because you. Be, <laughs> I know because oh, I get all yeah. gooey and I'm yeah, like, I just be like, love my I kids. Just love them so much. I like it. Just hugged them and like. I do. My kids are so cute. Tucked them in. Uh, spent time pooling it. Spent time at the beach this weekend. I went and saw the Struts on Saturday. Was that a new uh, new movie? Uh, it's a band. It's a <laughs> I band. know it's a band. I'm yeah. I actually don't know anything about them, but I knew enough to know if it was you talking about it, it was yeah. a band. Yeah. So how was it? It was good. Good show. Yeah. Very good show. They the always struts. put on a really good show. Um, What kind of music are they? Struts? Uh, they're just like straight up rock, rock and roll, man. Rock and roll, man. Yeah. Like they're uh, from England and the dude I've looks it. like Freddie Mercury. Oh, really? Yeah. Massive overbite? <laughs> no. Super skinny, no, riding no, around no. on Darth Vader's shoulders. Not, not that much. Okay. Not that much. So similar, but not that much. Yeah. Got it. So yesterday was my wedding anniversary. Do you want to take a congratulations? Gander? Thank you, sir. Do you want to take a guess at how many years? Ten years. Ooh, decent guess. No. You want to guess again? I'm not even going to give you an over or under. Nine years. Ooh, you're going in the wrong direction, pal. Seventeen years. <laughs> now you've gone over. Uh, fourteen years. Fourteen years for my wife and I. Wow. Yeah, fourteen oh. years, and we got eight-year-old and six-year-old. So, uh, I had come into details are not necessary at this moment. A gift card valued at three hundred dollars for Mr. A's oh, downtown. Yeah. And have you ever been to Mr. A's? I have. For Beautiful dinner. view. Yes. For dinner? Yes, for dinner. Uh huh. I have never been there for dinner. I've been there for drinks with a colleague once. Uh huh. And uh, went out and was like, oh my gosh, I need to take my wife here. Ended up getting the old $300 gift card yeah. and decided this was, uh, this was it. So we got a sitter, went to Mr. A's. It was like a magical, awesome <laughs> night. I mean, yeah. we, this is why I wasn't able to watch the beginning of the game. We had early reservations. It was, um, Oh, I think six o'clock and went there, got drinks, got appetizers, got both got, you know, full course meals. Uh, she got halibut. I got some Osobusco, sort of lamb action. Okay. And, uh, and, and then we got dessert. I got a dessert wine. Like we went through the whole thing. We took yeah. pictures out as the sunset was going. Our, our waiter was awesome. Our waiter had... His name is Michael. His name was Michael, and he spoke with the deepest bass voice you've ever heard in your entire life. And uh, my wife was like, you know, he'd be really good at singing that Josh Turner song. Would you go with me? No? No clue. No country? No clue. Sorry, it's not a punk rock yeah. song. Yeah. Anyway, super deep voice, super good dude. And uh, 
and so we're sitting there for a few minutes and this couple very very much older couple like with perma mean faces on um came and sat down at the table next to us and the the host was kind of sitting them and he was like is does this work and she kind of was like and like sat down and the guy was like he kind of he's kind of the old man just kind of shrugged his shoulders and sat down and uh the guy goes, how, how are you doing tonight? And she goes, I'm alive. What more do you want from me? <laughs> and I looked, I was like, oh, and I heard this whole thing unfolding. I looked up at him and he was like, oh my gosh. You know, he's like, have a nice evening. And he walked away and then they started complaining about the sun being in their eyes and asked to move to a different spot. And so they <laughs> left. And then I had a really good laugh with the host about it later. But I have this thing where like, it's very, and, and I always talk about it with my wife because um, I, I'm, my goal is to focus solely on her and everything that she's saying, put your phone away, you know, just talk and be present in the moment with your wife. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and I have this, I don't know if it's in business. It actually has served me incredibly well. Um, because you know, for a long, I don't, I don't even know if we've t- talked about it before, but for 12 years I was a commodities trader. And so, you know, on a trade floor, I, you know, you're, I'm listening. You listen to everybody and everything. You're picking up market intel. You're who's buying, who's selling. You're list, like markets, you know, like where's it bid? Where's it offered? You got yeah. brokers barking in every year, you know. And so it's it's a wild, you know, experience. But it served me very, very well in business to always be listening to everything that's going on around me. At baseball games, I can tell you what, I can tell you what kind of couple dynamic we have behind me, in front of me, to the left, to the right. I, I know exactly like what conversations are happening is it a, a family is it a couple is it a date is it two coworkers? is it like i just i pick up on these things and it's but it's a curse when you go out to a meal on a date because i'm trying just to focus yeah it's like you and your phone when we're podcasting you just get all you know focused on your phone and don't listen to me i'm sorry what yeah i, I was i was looking up uh latest it was looking at your batting average is 200 yeah, yeah 200 200, 200 batting average and and so anyway, but that was sort of the, the stuff that we heard around the peripheral and and I don't do you do you ever like do you feel weird about using gift cards ever? Uh no. No, I don't feel like weird about it. At restaurants, I don't know what it is. I get this uneasy feeling. Like, especially at a place like Mr. A's that's super nice. If you've never been yeah. to Mr. A's, so it's downtown in between fourth and fifth, and it's it's sort of a little bit, I guess uh north of like you know gas lamp but, yeah. but still technically i think downtown it's like top floor of the building top floor yeah. and it overlooks all of it so you can see that planes San Diego flying by the, the planes are coming in la- people are videoing the planes which yeah. is so weird like what oh babe let's go back and look at your phone let's watch those planes fly in it's like such a bizarre thing to video but people do it and so when i was there you know it's such a nice place they used to have a, a dress code where you had to wear a coat and now it's just like don't wear shorts don't wear a hat has to be a collared shirt, but you could theoretically go in there in like jeans and a polo. You know? Yeah. Um, but I, I just feel like, you know, you're in this super nice place. You're like, here's my gift card, you know, and you yeah. just feel same with like a passport card. You use a passport card? No, I don't even know what that like, is. It's like a, a lot of two for one deals or, you know, half off. Deals oh, okay. Free appetizers. Yeah. Free drinks. If you go to these specific restaurants yeah. that have signed up, it's really cool called Passport Dining. You should look it up. Maybe they're our next sponsor. And so. So we go and I'm and I'm like oh, I don't want like this gift card and I couldn't remember actually the value because it'd been I'd had the gift card for over a year I couldn't yeah. remember the value yeah. on it but I was pretty sure it was a lot so I hand it over at the end and I feel kind of like weird you know I've been like buddy buddy with this, my my waiter hand it over and come back do you want to take a stab so we got 
probably one, two, three, four, five drinks probably between the two of us over the course of the meal. And appetizers, two entrees, two desserts. You want to take a guess, Mr. A's? You're thinking very hard, rolling your eyes, looking up in the sky, doing math in your head. Probably pretty similar to a one in five batting average. $317. Okay, you should have listened to what I was saying. See, you weren't listening. I said probably pretty close to a one in five batting average. So it was $203. Okay. Was the bill, which I thought it would have been higher. I think if I would have got like a really nice bottle of wine instead of doing like, we kind of had a couple cocktails and. So it, it wasn't as bad. Like the entrees were like forty bucks a pop instead of like eighty bucks a pop. That's not you bad. Know? Yeah. So it was it was actually you know fairly reasonable for a really nice meal where you do the drinks, the apps, yeah. the dessert, the yeah. entrees. Two hundred bucks, it's like a hundred bucks a person. I think that's a very fair for that like a place that's that nice. Yeah. Now the food was good, but it wasn't like whoa, this blew me away. Yeah. Um. So you know like, but I I, I, I get I'm the same way with Mr. A's. Like it, it was it was good. It was good, but is it like totally, you know, break the bank good? Like I didn't get a steak, but like when I've been at like Ruth's Chris or Ruth's Donovan's, Chris and yeah, and Donovan's, like those steaks, dude, dude, they so melt good. in your mouth. Yes. it's like I can't wait to come back here again. Yeah, like I did not have it wasn't that same, and maybe I just got the wrong dishes, but it wasn't that same. Experience. Well, the whole experience, yeah, at those places too, where they like take the little like crumb scraper to the table and like yeah, clear the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like, oh, like, this is it's kind of like a whole like show too. Yeah, yeah, like, and they and they do it. I mean, it's really really an impressive production that they put on for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Ruth's Chris is probably like my go-to for when we do the one that like overlooks that like 8055 merge there yeah look up up in like del mar area yeah yeah we go there a lot a lot yeah well (laughs) i've been there once in like the last like eight years really yeah okay i'm like good for at least like once a year at that maybe i need to step up my game a little (laughs) bit jeez i feel like a bad husband now yeah um so anyway i i I, you know i got the the thing and i you know, he came back and he was like, yeah, it's 203 bucks and there's $300 in the gift card. So I immediately went from like feeling ashamed that I had a gift card to being like, oh, I'm so stoked because I'm just going to hook this dude up because he was great. Yeah. So I gave him a $97 tip. Wow. Yeah, because what am I, I mean, what, wow. what I am I going to do? Give him a $30, $20, $30 tip and then, and then, um, and then like come back for a couple drinks another time. Yeah. Like have, and, like he took care of us. I felt like a putz for using a gift, gift card. <laughs> And so I just said, screw it. I gave yeah. him a $97 tip. And it was, you know, one of those things where, you know, like internally you kind of want to be like, I want him to see it and yeah. then be like, oh my gosh, thank you. You know, like, you know, $200 meal, $100 tip. You're walking out very slow like, as hey, you left out there. You're yeah, like, like uh, I'm going to go to the bathroom yeah, right now. I and, wanted him to chase yeah. us in the parking lot and be like, dude, thank you. Yeah. And I just, he was probably like, whatever, you guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, but no, he was a good guy. But we left before he could, you know, make a a thing out of it and come back and say thank you or anything but yeah but i love like i did i felt like it was a great meal with my wife so i felt great about it i felt like so good about being able to like help someone out i mean you know i'm sure he does great he's a really good waiter at a really good restaurant he probably makes a good living yeah um but it just felt good to like do something nice for someone yeah that's cool because like ratio i I ratioed that tip yeah i don't even know what that means but what was the percentage on that i don't make me calc it out i don't know (laughs) Is a lot. Two hundred. Is bigger. Is bigger than fifty percent. <laughs> um, did you happen to see? 
Speaking of our lovely San Diego skyline overlooking uh, at Mr. A's, did you happen to see what Ice Cube said today on, I don't know, it was like some Stephen A. Smith garbage show, probably, uh, pardon my something, first idiots. Yeah. I don't know what show it is. So Ice Cube came on, and you know, you've heard, you know, Cube's a big Raider fan. Yep. And like, you know, like... Laker fan. Yeah, big like, Laker fan, yeah. and... The, the Raiders own L.A., even though they're not yeah. in L.A. And he when the Chargers came, he was like, Chargers. Yeah, I remember. Nobody, I nobody remember. wants the Chargers. Yeah. Chargers suck. Well, he's kind of always felt the same way with the Clippers. Like, hey, Clippers, like what? Like, yeah. you know, you, you had your chance when you had Blake and CP3 and like, you, you know, you blew it. Yeah. And, you know, when the Lakers were terrible for a stretch of wherever, five, six years, and you still couldn't capitalize when you had like star players. Yeah, get out of this like city, like the city. You, the, it was always a Lakers city. It's always going to be a Lakers city. It doesn't matter how good you are and how bad they are. And now that they have LeBron, it's like forget about it. Like, what are you doing here? Leave. And so he was basically saying, you know, like leave, leave LA, and take the Chargers with you. That's <laughs> what he said. <laughs> and he and it, earlier he had said like. I don't know what, what is San Diego doing? Like, stop giving us all the teams that you don't want. We don't want them either. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it used to be the San Diego Clippers. Uh-huh. Yep. And obviously, you know, semantics, but I don't believe that San Diego did not want the Chargers. It's that San Diego was protesting having a garbage owner, and so they stopped showing up. So, yeah. So, Spanos is a fault 100%. So, but I did think that was funny that, that Ice, Ice Cube was like, take, take he, it with you. He's coming to San Diego soon, too. He's going to be playing at Del Mar. Uh, Dean Spanos has a concert at Del Mar. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. I'd love to see Dean. that. Love to throw a watermelon at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cube is coming to Del Mar. Huh? Cube, yeah. Wait, Del Mar has concerts when it's not the fair. Yeah, yeah. So for the races on every Friday and Saturday, oh, that's right. sometimes I, knew that. I think I've seen like yeah. Hooba Stank, <laughs> or like Bush. It used to be like four o'clock Fridays, and that was like the huge thing. I don't think they call it that anymore. Um, I should probably know this because you work in music. <laughs> we we kind of broadcast there every single Friday, <laughs> but um, that would be fun to go do a show and then hit up, um, or go to the races and then hit up a show. Yeah, I have done that yeah. before. I can't remember the. It wasn't Hoobastank. I was maybe it's like Oza Motley. I don't know. You know who those guys are? Yeah, I do. I was just yeah. hoping I can know someone that you didn't. Yeah, it was probably Pinback. Pinback used to play like never heard of him. Common Sense. Common uh, Sense used to play every year. I know Common Sense, but I yeah. did not go see them. No. Oh, who does Come on Eileen? Not the original. Say Ferris. Say Ferris. I think I saw Say Ferris. Maybe. Really? I could huh. be wrong. Maybe. I get my I, I get my venues mixed up pretty easily. Yeah. I went. I did see Cube. I don't know if you've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I saw Ice Cube with Snoop at Fourth and B downtown. Nice Fourth and B, man. I I miss that place. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, I've never felt less safe in my life than I did <laughs> in me and my like 105-pound uh, wife in 4th and B at a Cube and Snoop Dogg show. Partially because it just flat out, you couldn't see through the smoke. So it was very difficult to be able to see you know much of anything. And, and it, was a, um, it's, it was a wild crowd, I'll put it that way, who was there at that show. They were, um, they were a little rowdy. Yeah. A lot of like if you you know like at a show if you're at like a Tom Petty concert and it's like you I, f- I don't know there's like different types of like I feel like people who are getting high at like a at a Ice Cube and Snoop show 
it's a, it's a very different type of people that are getting high at like a Tom Petty show, you know? Yes. Like people at Tom Petty show uh-huh. are like, whoa, bro, you know? And then, yeah. and then like I would bump into someone there and they'd be like, fuck, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Delete <laughs> whoa. That. I said whoa. it. I dropped it up. It's in. No, it's bleep in. It. <laughs> yeah. Bleep it. Bleep it. Bleep That's it. That's breaking news right uh, there. I was quoting somebody else. It doesn't That's count. That's the breaking news. Oh, man. Bleep it out. Jeez. Did you see my face when I yeah. dropped? I was like, <gasps> I forgot. Like, I was looking at my phone, not paying shocker. attention. And then yeah. I kind of, like, dropped it. I'm like, yeah. what? I made you drop your phone. Whoa. The old phone drop. What was so important for you to look at right now? I was going to show you uh, the last time that I saw Ice Cube. Okay. Did Kaboom. you find it? Did I did. all that time? I did. Okay. I found it, yeah. Kaboo, man. What a lineup this year. Kaboo. Foo going. Fighters. Look at that. Look at that picture. Oh, you you took that shot. I, I took that picture, That's yeah. right. Oh, that yeah. was 2017. He's so... Yeah. So weird that he wears his name on it. I mean, maybe that's not weird. I guess we should get some. Zero and then speaking speaking shirts. of Tom Petty too, I took that picture oh, too. R.I.P. You that was right before he passed away. Right, right before he passed away. Yeah, that was wild. I remember you did that. That was that's the first concert I was ever at. It was at Tom Hol- Petty. Yeah, Hollywood Bowl when I was like in junior high or high school or something. It's funny, like Tom Petty was uh, before this show. Um, you know how you kind of have like a like a bucket list for bands that you want to see. Yeah, you're like I haven't seen this band, but I've always wanted to see this band, and it's for some reason or another, it's never worked out. Tom Petty was like at the top of my list at that time, and he came to Kaboo, and I had the absolute honor of being able to shoot him in the photo pit during that show. Too. It's good that you add photo pit. It's like I had the honor of being able to shoot him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Period. <laughs> in the photo. Pit. In the photo in pit. The photo pit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and it was kind of crazy, too, because I, I felt like like because when you're in the photo pit, you you tend to like move around, like get different like angles, different shots, like some shots of the guitar, of the other guitar player, the bass player or whatever. Try to mix it up a little bit. And I swear every time I would move to one side, he would move to that same side. And then I would like I would like move back to the other side, and then he would come over. Like he was so always like he just in my wanted, shot. Yeah, he wanted to be, uh, you know, photo shot. Photo shot. Yeah, he there was a lot of photographers in there, so there was no. plenty of people. So in you're saying them. that Tom yeah. Petty had a thing for we kind of we kind of we kind of bonded there. Yeah, that, that did you day. feel like maybe like you were like one of the heartbreakers in that yeah, moment? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Tom Petty and the Rick Breakers. The Rick Breakers. Did you happen to see, I don't know, maybe it's saying Breakers and Oceans. I don't know what it... Did you see that today there's all this footage of a hammerhead shark just rolling around the Oceanside Pier? Yeah. They closed the beach, too. Oh, did they? Yeah. They cl- they ended up closing the beach. I didn't know that. I don't know why. Like, I have such a healthy, 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 healthy fear for sharks. Oh, and, same here. And, and like, you know, I, I used to... With my Hawaiian sling, I used to go spearfishing a lot. I think I, I don't think I did. I tell that that story about me and the um, catching a puffer fish in Hawaii. It's for another podcast. Another uh, podcast. Yeah, for another podcast. I will tell that story. But anyway, I used to ride around in, in La Jolla. You know, right in the La Jolla, I, I would go and spearfish, and and I remember looking down in the first time, and like I didn't know what I was really doing at the time. I was you know pretty young, and I remember the first time looking down. And below, when the visibility was clear, I mean, I remember seeing five or six sharks directly below me and just having, like, a momentary panic attack. Like, <gasps> like when you see all these sharks, I'm about to be, like, just shark food. Like yeah. this, And then you see the spots, you realize, oh, my gosh, those are leopard sharks. Leopard sharks are harmless. They don't, you know, 
eat meat, I don't think, or at least not people. They stay on the bottom, but they're shaped they're shaped just like normal. Like when you see them, if you don't know anything about sharks, they are a shark and you should be devastated, you know, yeah. or terrified or whatever. So I remember seeing them and freaking out or whatever, but then it's like, oh, whatever, they're leopard sharks, who cares? Whereas, you know, if it was in one of the other big cats, like a tiger shark, that's the most one of the most deadliest sharks in the water. Tiger, leopard, very different. So I had this very healthy fear, like if I were to see like a tiger shark or a great white or apparently even a leopard shark, I would freak out in the water. But for some reason, and I, because they look like a cartoon, like I feel like a hammerhead is like the least intimidating of all of the sharks. Yeah. Like, I feel like a hammerhead is less intimidating than a, a leopard shark, which I know does not even hurt people. I feel like in cartoons, too, hammerhead sharks are always, like, the goofy one. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I, like if I saw him, I'd be like, oh, hey, but I could <laughs> yeah. just grab his big, like, hammer horn and just yeah. spin him around. Or maybe I could do, like, a little, like, Abbott and Costello routine and just bop his eyeballs around on the side or something. Yeah. Like it, I don't know but, why, but I mean, they could eat you just as yeah. easily as any other shark. Yeah. But for some reason, when I see them, I'm like, oh, like, I saw the footage, and I was like, oh, cool. I wish I was out there swimming with it. Like, what? No, it's stupid. Yeah. But I don't know. It's pretty a, stupid. Yeah, I have a very unhealthy um, disregard for hammerhead sharks. <laughs> like, as healthy as my fear for regular sharks is, it's equally as unhealthy for the yeah, hammerhead sharks. Are, sharks are terrifying, man. Like, I, I, uh, I kind of don't like the ocean, like, because of it. Are you serious? Yeah. You don't spend time in the ocean? I mean, I do, but I'm very, very cautious. Oh man, I love the ocean. You never, yeah. you never know what's lurking around the corner. That's true, <laughs> dude. I will say, one of the most terrifying moments that I've had in the ocean was spearfishing, and it's when a California sea lion just playfully. Those sea lions are like so, they're so like those are the ones that you see in like circuses and like they're yeah. very yeah. fun and and one of those suckers. But they're also massive. I mean, they're bigger than we are. And and it came right up next to me, and it snuck up on me and came right around me, and all I saw was this huge mass right next to me. And I turned around, and I almost shot that thing with my spear, which would have probably just pissed it off and made it bite me. Yeah. Um. But I was I was terrified, like, because it, it snuck out of nowhere, and it's just big mass, and you're in the ocean, and there is that feeling of like, you know, the unknown, like you're what's looking around. Yeah, very vulnerable. Yeah. But I don't know. There's there's also kind of like a, I don't know. I feel like there's a something about being at one with nature and being out in where you're just kind of like yeah i'm out here and but this is i don't know like this is the way that god intended it to be it's for you know man and and animal to be out hanging out together this is the way it's supposed to be like don't be afraid just hang out deal with it yeah and that's how you get eaten i think (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) it's a terrible way to think you idiot (laughs) i was like that's not how i'm gonna think yeah but i was was really scared when that sea lion came up i was as scared when that sea lion came up on me than i was as i was when i saw those like five leopard sharks under me before i realized they were leopard sharks i probably i I probably still would have been terrified for leopard sharks yeah i mean for all i knew there were five great whites when i first saw them you know yeah (gasps) yeah yeah a little scary i'm done i'm done um do you want to invite our guest on right now yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> let's. I, I'm right right now. If, Do we you, have, if you saw me, I'd be looking from side to side, yeah. looking is, at the door. Is Big Al here? Yeah. <laughs> Did you? You. We you, have Little Leaguer Big Al. <laughs> How great would that be? Yeah. We don't. When I was writing that down, because I was like, "Oh, that'd be funny to do his little like." Home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. When I wrote it, I wrote, "At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit singers." Like I hit the, the S instead of the D, and I'm like, "Wow, way to change a sentence." Like, Big Al, that's super mean. Why would you hit singers? Don't do that. Stupid. Cut that part out of the podcast. I hated it. Same with my F-bomb. 
Same with you. <laughs> Cut it out. See, oh, so like, uh, like greatest showman singers. <laughs> I, dude, I'm not kidding you. All day long in my office, I just listen to the greatest showman soundtrack. I, I believe this. It's so good. Yeah. It is so. Did I? Already I feel talk like we haven't talked about it in like. A couple did of I already weeks. talk about the 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 behind the scenes? That this is me behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, you. This is me. The song "This Is Me." It's the bearded no. woman who's singing it. You did um, have it on the list at, for last week's podcast, but we never got to it. Oh, this you, happens all the time with us. Yeah. I if if you right now are listening, we're almost done here. But if you're listening and you have seen the Greatest Showman, go type into Google, or we could just do that for the outro song. We should do "This Is Me," but that's a, it, you can't just play the song though. It's not about listening to the song. You have to watch this version. It's when. All the executives from all over the world, really, came in to give the green light for The Greatest Showman. So for eight months, they had been prepping for this show. And this was the moment where all the actors come together to have a green light session. It's like, okay, the movie is going to be a go. And Hugh Jackman calls the director the night before and says, hey, I had skin cancer scare. Um, I had to have it taken out of my nose. I have 80 stitches. I am not allowed to sing. I'll see you tomorrow. And the director's like... What? Like, no, who have you told? Don't tell anybody. We're not getting all the executives from all over the country that has taken us eight months to get this meeting lined up to get green list for this film, green lit for this film, for you to come and not sing. Like, so don't tell anybody, just show up. And then when everybody got there, they explained this thing. And then there's one moment where Hugh Jackman, who is not supposed to sing, actually does start singing the show. Yeah, that's the song. This is me. Kesha? Uh, No, not Kesha. Jeez. Oh no! Her name—it's that was autocorrect. Her name is Kalia or Kiala, Kiala or something—is the is the actress's name. Okay, because yeah, maybe Kesha did a, a version of it, but I will punch you in the face if you do that outro version of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear Kesha. Should we talk about that? How I, like when you say play this know, song, dude. and then I'm I like, always play like a cover of that song. Yeah, I'm like, oh, play mess with Brown Eyed Girl, yeah. and then all this instead of Van Morrison, it's Lagwagon. You know, like or whoever. what's wrong with that? Well, it's not the version I wanted, although I happen to like both versions of that specific example. There you go. You mess with me by putting on... I do. I want to hear, like, uh, when I told you last week, I'm like, I want ABC, Jackson 5. I was like, I had to I have to say the, the song yeah. and the... And the, the... What? Alt singer, whatever, band. Uh-huh. So that you won't mess yeah. with me. But remember, there was that one week where I picked the actual singer, the song, but it was like a different version, which I didn't know. That one was unintentional. And then oh, you yeah, got that's right. I did get mad. Yeah. That's like if you, like, Simon and Garfunkel have a bunch of jams, and a lot of their stuff is from, like, a live recording in Central Park, I think. And some of their best stuff is, you know, you can hear the crowd in the background. And if I heard, like, if I heard, like, a studio version of the song, I would just be like, what is this trash? You know, like, give me the version that I know from my youth. And so I'm going to have to start sending you actual versions because I'm sick of this punk rock garbage that you put on instead. Um, Anyway, this is me when she sings this song for the first time. It goes through Hugh Jackman in one song goes through and he ends up actually singing, which is really cool. Look up that one, too. And then I think that one's called From Now On. And I, th I think it's From Now On. Shoot. Now I can't remember. But whichever song he is, he sings it with the stitches. He just goes for it. It doesn't, doesn't matter. And then she gets up. And I'm not kidding. I mean, half the studio, like Hugh Jackman, like starts crying. I'm at work in my office. And I'm not kidding, dude. I start like bawling watching this. This is me, the the behind the scenes version, 
with the first time in front of all these execs to get greenlit for the film, she is terrified singing this song. I mean, she is terrified. And watching her sing and then watching her like slowly come out of her shell and looking at the actress embody the character that she's about to become as the bearded woman, it is like an absolutely like like a special like to me it was like a spiritual like a like it was just it, dude it was amazing and i started i started like weeping watching this thing <laughs> and i showed my kids and i'm like you guys you gotta you know because they like the movie and i put it on and they're like daddy what is wrong with you and i'm like <laughs> i started crying again oh my gosh it was a mess <laughs> anyway highly recommend it um if you hung around on our podcast for this long and you if 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 nothing else you can ignore everything we said the entire time go watch the behind the scenes uh this is me and tell me that that does not move you emotionally it will yeah it will another thing to take away from this podcast we're take, bat- we're batting 200 <laughs> take, we're batting 200 uh take Mendoza the, line. uh the brady f bomb and make it your ringtone i'm serious can you please bleep that out i don't want that on there <laughs> And my kids are going to listen to this someday. They're not going to listen to this. Your mom's going to listen to this. Uh, All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. We always feel like it's like an honor to have people listen to us and just um, as we have fun and, and uh, sift our way through San Diego fun and fandom. So, Going to have a guest next week. Definitely having a guest next Definitely. week. It's going to be a huge and one. And that's when we're going to break the big news, too. Yeah, the big news. Hashtag Hosmer to zero chance. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Later.